You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. It's me, Mike Marino. This is Live from My Mother's Basement. We're doing a special broadcast tonight because it's raining like a motherfucker here in Los Angeles. There's puddles outside and people in California freak the fuck out. And not only do we have the coronavirus and people are freaking the hell out, but now it's raining, which means everybody's going to run back to Target and not just get <laughs> toilet tissue, but now they're going to get umbrellas and uh, towels. Uh, I wanted to do a special broadcast tonight because I'm doing a show tomorrow night if it doesn't get canceled. So far, it didn't get canceled. Probably the only show in Los Angeles that hasn't gotten canceled. It's the Stevie D and Mike Marino so-called friend show that we're doing tomorrow night, Friday night. Fucking somebody got to call me right in the middle of my podcast. <laughs> you think these people would <laughs> would know not to call me when I'm Busy. We got some podcasting and show through business. the phone? We're in the basement. This comedian next to me, his name is Stevie D. The D is short for Dupin. I'm not supposed to say that because he don't want anybody to know. But Stevie Doopy, uh, Dupin, <laughs> one of the funniest Joe comedians Dirt. on the circuit today. Joe Dirt tonight. Definitely, right. He's the opposite of an East Coast comedian, which is makes our oh, show so much like more funny. I like the Trans Ams. Well, we like the, uh, the, the Trans Ams too, but it's a little bit different. And uh, Stevie and I, we know each other a really, really long time. Uh, we both come up in the business uh, at the comedy store back in the day. And then Stevie took a break. Now we, I dragged him back into the business because he wanted it out, but I pulled him back in. He's going to tell us all about why and, uh, and also our big show. I'm going to talk about his book. I'm going to have a lot of fun for the next hour to 45 minutes before we get back into the boat and drive it down the river because it is raining like the you have no MT idea. tops are leaking tonight, by the way. <laughs> they really? You didn't really come out with your <laughs> I, know, I didn't bring the trans <laughs> This guy never takes, he's got a 1970 just, what? It's my precious. I just... Well, you're... Your, your, 78. 78. This is Stevie D, ladies and gentlemen. What's and up, guys? Going What's wild. up? Thanks for having me, Mike Marino. Not only is Stevie Many D years. a very funny, funny comedian, he's a great actor... He was a great DJ, and he has the he had or has in his I don't really know the biggest, longest, craziest mullet from Kentucky. It's a fullet. It's a feathered mullet. See, it's, <laughs> it's trademarked as a fullet, but it's raining, so it jacked up my fullet tonight. What's really great for him is Joe he, Dirt. He kept his hair somehow. <laughs> I had the same amount the of hair plugs. when we first started doing stand up. Can't see the weave. <laughs> he got a weave. It's a blowjob, Mike. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where you could True find story. a blow dryer. True story. My house, I've got like 12. <laughs> Gold plated. I have a holster in the Trans Am. It goes right there with the console. Stevie D is originally from the uh, the Kentucky area, which is really great because when uh, you get on stage and you're talking about New Yorkers and people from New Jersey, people from Boston and Arizona, different parts of the country, and all of a sudden you get this I don't know, I don't want to say hillbilly. Inbred. Hillbilly. He, he said it himself. An inbred from Kentucky. I don't do uh, 23andMe. <laughs> I need to find out I'm my own second cousin. He doesn't do 23andMe. I'm related to myself. <laughs> How that happened? We were full circle. Shit. I used Get to, myself a present. I used to date me. <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> so when did you actually come to Los Angeles from the great state of Kentucky? I was asked to leave politely by the authorities. Uh, I came in 89. Were you out here in 89? I think so, yeah. 89. Started doing comedy in 93. 
So I, I came out and, uh, you know, bounced around. Did uh, I was on the uh, the party machine, you know, a little break dancer on the party machine. Yeah. Were you dancing? <laughs> yeah, bro. Thought I had it going. Hey, I made it. I'm famous. I'm on the party machine. You originally came out to California. You were DJing, right? I was DJing. I remember when I met you. Month. You were DJing, spinning records down by the airport, right? Yeah, I did a club down by the airport. I did the Shark Club downtown. Did the Mayan. I did a bunch of places. Down the one, carry crates. Now you just go up and push a button. You're a DJ. And you make millions. Paris Hilton's a DJ. I think we talked about Anybody this the other be, night, yeah. right? To be a DJ these days, you don't have to have a crate full of uh, 45s. With 45s? No, I had 12 inch, 12 inches. They look like an album, but it's one song. It's like an extended club remix. I don't even know what the hell that and is. Ones and twos, ones and twos, or turntables, Mike. Yeah, turntables. Well, he had turntables, and uh, we don't do that no more. You just pop in something, then a stick it, and you make millions, and then you go to Vegas and. Everybody wants you here. You go, unt, unt, unt. oh, he's a genius. Turn the volume up, turn it up. No, he's an idiot. Yep. Yeah. And then you go like this. Put your hands up. Put yeah, your hands yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing all the work here. Yeah. So anyway, well, he was. I know he was doing that for a while. And I think we first met when I started running a comedy show at a place called Masker's Cabaret on 3rd Street with, uh, what's down in Boys Town. What's his name? I did it with Christy McBrayer for a while. If you yeah, remember. but what was Christy, his name? She, the owner? We used to give shit to her all Oh, the time. that's right. Uh... Harris. Harris, yeah. What's Harris up, Harris? Is, and is, I wish, I, I don't know where they are. I haven't found them on the internet. I would love to find those two guys. Harris and Billy. I never knew yeah. their last name. What a bunch of characters. That was a good Harris, point. he looked like Dracula. Yeah, he was like pasty, he looks like but he Dracula. always black. Yes, black he was hair. weird. And all he did yeah. was hit on all the female comedians. And males. Oh. <laughs> Just me? That's not a hair flip. <laughs> yeah, he liked you, boy. <laughs> He, he, he had an affection for the mullet. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I think he was a true California boy, but no, he, was he was from, uh, well, I really don't even know. I, know. I remember when his mother used to come to the show. They were scary people. I'd love to find him. we got to look for him that on That was a fun Facebook. place. He would get yeah. pissed off because I'd get up and say it smells like chicken wings or it's like free to get in, but a dish of uh, ravioli was like twenty nine ninety five. Yes, you remember that? Like, bro, come on, man. This is oh, angel hair comedians. pasta, yeah, man. come on. Pasta with butter. Two dollars to get in. How much for the macaroni? Fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. I still pasta on layaway at that place. Yeah, it wasn't even that good. I swear they microwaved everything. I can't believe we trashed these guys. They they're not there anymore. No, they, they had a kitchen, but Billy was in there. Was his little drunk brother? It's a Starbucks now, I'm sure. How many places do you pass every day, and you're like, I think I did comedy there. Yes, yeah, especially every day, now, dude. And it's been like four businesses since we did comedy there. Right around around this area, everything uh -huh. is redone, redone, uh -huh. redone. This used to be a bad neighborhood when I moved into this neighborhood. Now it's like you can't afford to live around here. That's why you've been in your mother's basement here for twenty years. Yeah, I'm all. I, I was here what twenty years ago. I moved in here twenty five years ago. Yeah, it must here. have been twenty years this ago. Is rent control. This is the best building in the area. It's a nice building. This is the place to be. We got flags now, and we got a whole new studio here. Everything is going really, really good. We're having a lot of fun. A lot of people watching the shows. We're selling tickets. The flag matches complain. my wallet, which is cool. That is hilarious, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> Evil Knievel, baby. Look at the flag he has. <laughs> That's a Kentucky yeah, yeah, boy. Brother. That's a the Confederate wallet. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a wallet. He got a Confederate. 32 states. <laughs> he got a Confederate wallet. <laughs> get beat up for having that wallet. <laughs> When you see him come driving around his Trans Am, the first thing you think is like Starsky and Hutch, Smokey and the Bandit. Um, what was even and the other girl with the Davy Duke, Daisy Dukes? 
Dukes of Hazards. Dukes of Hazards. This is the Dukes of Hazards. Write in a question and ask me a question about Dukes of Hazards. Yes. Why? You got the answers? I got all the answers, Dukes of Hazards. Come on. All right, everybody out there right now, if you feel like asking Crazy Stevie D, the comedian, <laughs> a question about... Or about the, Elvis. Anything about Elvis. Oh, shit. That's the You got a question about Elvis? That's you got a question Jesus. about... It's redneck Jesus. <laughs> 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 President, that's going to be a national holiday right there. Thank you, Thank you very much. Oh man, you gotta love this hillbilly comedy. <laughs> Wait a minute, hi Mike. Nobody's saying anything. They got no questions for you. All right, we got a que We need a question for. They're watching like this. <laughs> Bo or Luke Duke Duke. Tom Wopat or John Schneider. Was that the question? Bo or Luke Duke Duke? Who's the coolest? Um, Is that a question? Luke Duke or Bo? I'd say Bo. Bo's the coolest. Oh, no kidding. So he actually did ask you a question. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm like, thinking which one I like. It's like a hilly... Hill, I hill. prefer uh, Daisy. <laughs> I cousin prefer Daisy. Daisy, too. Where I'm from, it ain't no big deal. Screw Duke. Cousin. First cousin's weird now. You got a question about the Dukes of Hazard, or you got a question about Elvis, write into the show right now and ask Stevie D from Kentucky... <laughs> <laughs> I was living a nice, quiet life again. <laughs> Stevie D was doing stand-up for quite some time. Made a big name for himself here in Los Angeles, California. And he had a, a very specific show that he was hosting. And it was great. And all the comedians wanted to be on it. Uh, and it was called The Rock Stars of Comedy, right? Yeah, we had a show Thursday nights at the Laugh Factory. I did uh, Miyagi's. It was on Sunset Strip. And then I did a show Friday nights at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room with Sergio Love. Wherever you are, Sergio. Sergio. San Quentin. Wherever you are, buddy. What prison are you in, buddy? Don't call me directly, but message me or something. Hey, he got skills. He got skills. <laughs> I remember his yeah, routines, skill. man. Oh, yeah. We're talking about a fellow comedian, and uh, he called himself Yugo. Sergio's Love, Sergio but uh, Love. I don't think that was his name. <laughs> Sergio, Sergio Love. Outstanding Warrens somewhere, I bet you. <laughs> yeah, well... He used to rap, and uh, he was a funny, funny guy, yeah, funny and we, we haven't seen him in a long time, which is really, uh, there's a lot of history there, because when we were cutting our teeth over at the comedy store, that's when Sergio Love was running with us, and he had a really good friend, and his name was Matt Bon Jovi, and Matt Bon Jovi was the manager of the comedy store, who, in real life, is... Uh, Shot to the heart. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. John Bon Jovi's brother. He just did John Bon Jovi for everybody. He did John Bon Jovi, a Jersey boy, Kentucky style. <laughs> you give love. Yeah, so John Bon Jovi was, um, what's his name, Bon Jovi? His brother was John's brother. But he didn't spell it like B-O-N-J-O-V-I. It was like B-O-N-G or something, right? I really don't remember. I, Melbourne, I remember yeah. when, when Matt was working yeah, at the comments. He never really said much about his family or yeah. who he was. Only a few people even knew because mm -hmm. he just wanted to do his own thing. So we were doing stand-up over there. Then you were doing the uh, rock stars of comedy. When he was doing the rock stars of comedy, all the comedians at that time wanted mm -hmm. to be part of it. Even the comedians that right now who went on to big things. I mean, Joe Diaz wanted to do it. And Joe Rogan wanted to do it. Sebastian Maniscalco, all these cats. Uh, Jay Davis, myself. Everybody wanted to be part of this hot, amazing show that was going down here in, in, in Los Angeles. Yes, yeah, so we did a DVD movie. I had Whitney Cummings. Uh, Brian Callen, Sam Tripoli, Brett Ernst, Dan Levy, 
Who else was in there? And Steve Byrne. So not a bad, a yeah. bad lineup. What, what's one hell of a lineup of some great, outstanding, phenomenal comedians who are still working on the circuit today. And then he disappeared for a little while. Stevie D disappeared for a little Witness while. Witness protection. He had a talk show, too. It was on, damn, these people just don't know when to leave us alone. He had a talk show, too, and he was doing his talk show on the Internet back before we were doing this yeah, type of Internet. That's right. And what was that? The Stevie D show. The Stevie D show. Anything too complicated, D. I can't remember it. Yeah. Stevie D show on actorsentertainment.com. Uh, I think it's still out there. And, uh, yeah, you oh. can just, like, cherry pick which episode. It was on Actors watch. Entertainment. Watch I remember doing this that guy. show. Yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't <laughs> seen you in quite some time. Mm -hmm. And then I went and saw you down there, and I did the show with you, and I was having a lot of fun. That's when you surprised me with your book. Boom! I the can't Trans read a book, Am but I wrote you can't read a book, but you can write one. That's fucked up. <laughs> and uh, I read this entire book. Now, I don't read books. If it ain't on tape, I ain't I ain't. Did you I read this it. book? I read your book. Did you? Yeah, because I told you what I read quiz. about your uncle. So I'm going to ask you three questions at the end. And your sisters. And well, I knew some of you were acting yeah, you about the that. way you, you talked about your sisters. and she how you were, my ass. How you were just like a sister to them. I can't play sports, but I can do a main French. And this. He comes out with this book. Moment. And he comes out with this book because it's based on what really happened to him. A hillbilly's road trip from stand-up comedy to cancer and back. It's a very sentimental book. It's very sad. But I didn't really it, have cancer. Had, <laughs> made that shit up. That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> That's like saying there's really no virus. Next I'm going to say I had coronavirus, <laughs> my next book. <laughs> I had the coronavirus. I only took a couple weeks off. It would be real funny. It would be like that, get, that basketball player. That really that's, that's fucked up. Fucking around about it. And two oh, days yeah. later, I got That's fever. right. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing that shit, right? I think there's touching, a bunch of people out there who clowned around and made fun of the, the virus. Yeah. And then they ended up getting the Forrest virus. Forrest Gum got it. <laughs> Ryan Forrest, the coronavirus chasing me around Australia. Don't make me laugh, man. I, I ate pizza. <laughs> um, well, listen, man, if you don't mind, could you tell us a little bit about how this all went down? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that, unfortunately, they get stricken with some kind of a disease. Something goes wrong. They don't know how to come out of it. And eventually they do. This man took it to the extreme. He fought and he fought and fought the cancer that he had. And he came out with an unbelievable book. Sicker than now, ever in the head. Well, he's still <laughs> sick in the head. You can't cure that. There's no cure for sick in the head. Except getting kicked in the head. But uh, he wrote this book. I read the whole book. I really did. It was fantastic. It reminded me about when I first met him. Because he came from Florida, really. Panama City Beach. He was in Kentucky. The Redneck then, Riviera. Yeah, he went to the Redneck Riviera. Made a stop down there. <laughs> Get you and your fallet the hell out of here. But I don't know exactly what it, when it was when I saw you. And I'm like, well, where you been? What have you been doing? And, and he said, you know, he got married and he had some kids. A couple kids. But, so tell us about this, man. So I had a, yeah, I had a little what cancer. Happened? Two kids. Cancer was easy, but the kids are about to kill me. But, uh, yeah, so I had um, a little prostate cancer. And the good news is, Mike, I'm going to offer a free exam by the time of the end of the show for the finale. <laughs> I'm glad you're getting a kick out of this. He had some serious, a serious cancer problem. Oh, cancer. He made his way through what he needed to make his way through, and he came out with a bestseller. Well, I went to number six on Amazon. I don't know how the fuck that happened. But anyway, yeah, I sat there for about a year and a half at night, and I'd be writing little notes and have a little nightlight on, and I'd tell my wife, there's some funny shit, I'm writing a book. She's like... Okay, I'm sure you are, yeah. 
And she's like, even if it's just going to be a memoir or a little diary, you'll have a little diary for yourself. I'm like, no, I'm writing a real book. <laughs> She's like, you can't read a book. Yeah. Okay, sure. Your bodies didn't work for Stevie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I got I got super lucky. I was actually um, <clears throat> asked to be on a talk show. It was like motivational chat or motivating people. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got this book. It's going to be fucking killer, really? man. It's some funny shit. And this guy on the on the side behind the camera kept laughing his ass off. And at the end, he's like, Hey, anybody shopping your book? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, who? I go, you are. Good luck. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm a publicist. He handed me his card and he sent it to a few publishers and boom, it got published. And yeah, <clears throat> so it's crazy. So I got another one coming out soon. And well, you so know, I went to number six on Amazon and it was just, you know, basically my life story. I didn't want it to be like a bum out cancer book. So you read it, you know, it's just like, Woven with the cancer shit. Well, the thing about the book is he talks about his family, and the hillbilly family is just hilarious. <laughs> you know, he's talking about how his family deals with, oh, I'll get a shotgun, and I'll just go get ourselves something to eat. <laughs> you like a squirrel. Not a squirrel again. <laughs> the third time this shit. week. <laughs> I ain't seen one on the road. Where are you going to get no it? No squirrels in our yard. For some reason or other, you read the book, all of a sudden you get an accent from Kentucky. God dang, I tell you what. Oh, damn, let's watch some Dukes of Hazards. No, but I grew up with a single mom, and my I see my dad like once a year, and we'd go on high speed car chases and, and all kinds of crazy hillbilly shit. And uh, three sisters, and I was supposed to be the man of the house, except my sister Donna was the man of the house. <laughs> and this lesbian sister Donna would kick my ass all the time. She was like the bully at school. And so that's true. You she really looked have like a, a lesbian Marshall sister, Brady. or yeah. you were just kidding she around? She still kicks my ass. No, no. Yeah, she was at the. Uh, she came to the comedy store once and saw my act, and people were like, "Aren't you afraid that she's?" I'm like. I'm afraid she's gonna kick my ass. I think she's gonna like the jokes, but she stood up and waved to the crowd. And I'm like, hey, Meryl Streep, set your ass down. It's not the Academy Awards. <laughs> That's me. I used to kick his ass. I can still kick his ass. <laughs> Shit. And they're all still back in Kentucky? Everybody's there, yeah. So you're the only guy who just said, you know what, let's go to Los Angeles. I knew, like, as a kid, as you probably knew, like, you know, it's gotta be Wanted something to be else. in showbiz. I want to be in showbiz. I'd watch TV and literally be like, how in the hell are they doing? I hear the radio and I think they're at this radio station singing the song. I was just always captivated, like, what's going on? How do I get to where they're making that? Yeah, isn't it strange that most entertainers from the day you're uh, able to impersonate somebody, you got your hairbrush in your hand, you're in the mirror, and you're trying to impersonate somebody's on television. Mm -hmm. I've always done that since I was a little kid. I'm like, Mine was Cher. Who was you? Woo! <laughs> and I can turn back time. Woo! <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> don't do that again. I'm gonna do that tomorrow night. No, that's I didn't. my closing bit. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. I never did share. I mean, I... But actually, they were really famous when I was a kid because they were on. Uh, they had their own show, Sonny and Cher. I so I did Sonny. Donnie Marie. Donnie Marie. I always wanted to be Donnie and Marie. It's funny. I posted this today, and I was gonna post who did it better. And it was me and Dorothy Hamill who had the Is best Dorothy haircut. Dorothy Hamill? Yeah. I didn't know if anybody would know who she, she was. Instagram, too. Who had the best haircut? Three camera. Boom! Dorothy Hamill. They had the bowl haircut. As if, you know, having three sisters and a single mom. Put it up to the third camera. Not being able to play sports wouldn't get me beat up enough at school. My mom gave me a Dorothy Hamill haircut. <laughs> Do you remember the bowl haircut? They literally took a... What was the bowl called? They had parties. They snapped Tupperware. It. Tupperware party. My mom sold Tupperware. They took a Tupperware mm -hmm. and they put it on your head and cut it around. Oh, how my son? He looks great. 
No, it looked like an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, my mom's so Tupperware, and I, I look forward to the parties because it's just I'd be the only guy, and I'd be like, "What's up, lady? You want some Kool Aid or something? You good?" And everybody yeah. needs a massage. <laughs> Kool Aid. They buy everything. This guy mentions everything that makes you think about when you were a kid. Remember Kool Aid? My mom's like, "You don't need sugar." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you rich? <laughs> I remember. I definitely remember Kool Aid because they had this big dude. He was inside the. Um, what is it? A bowl. Hey, Kool-Aid! Right? And he came, it was a pitcher. Yeah. And it was a red one and it was a purple one. And as soon as the kids yelled, man, I'm really... What's up, kids? Oh, yeah! And he bangs through the door. Ron, who is this fucking Kool-Aid? My mom's gonna whip my ass. You spilled Kool-Aid all the fucking place. Hey, Kool-Aid. I hate to say this, but I don't know what Kool-Aid was, but he was a big dude, ready to cause some... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like Macho Man Savage, wasn't You're right? Yeah. Macho Man. Oh, yeah. What's he doing these days? He died. Oh, he did? Yeah, my son was him for Halloween. And, like, nobody knew who the fuck he was. I was going to say, who knows who Macho Man is? I know. My son's 11. He's like, I want to be Macho Man. I'm like, I barely remember Macho Man. He had a beard. Yeah, he's pretty badass. Yeah, you remember that? He mm -hmm. used to do the Slim Jims commercials. I feel like I'm looking at Hannibal and Murdoch right. from the A-Team. I feel like I'm looking at Hannibal and Murdoch from awesome. the A-Team. Which awesome. one am I? <laughs> Get the hairbrush. Get the yeah. hairbrush. It's in my back pocket. Did you have the comb in your back pocket? Yeah. Dude, you had some cool hair. Seen I did. videos? I what had nice hair when I, was, when I was Jersey in my house? teens down in the beach house, the Shore, Shore House. house. The Shore House. That's right. I had long blonde hair, and I had the brush in my back pocket. And you could dance. That brush was called a Denman. Yeah, I had some moves. Your move? I had some moves. Now I got to move, and I got to fucking go see the doctor. <laughs> you got a smooth move. <laughs> you ever drink smooth move? It makes you shit. <laughs> so I got to start my next book. No, wait a minute. I got smooth move in the cabinet. That's a real thing. Yeah, it is. That's a real thing. Smooth move. It's tea. So that's a true story. When so you're I constipated. Was, yeah, it'll fuck you up. <laughs> so I was DJing down by the airport, and uh, and the manager was a friend of mine. He was a young dude, played guitar. And one night, these airline the, the uh, flight attendants came in. And one guy, all of a sudden, I started getting Heineken, because I like Heineken. I was like, thanks. And I look out, and this guy's like, hey. And I was like, hey, buddy, thanks for the beer. Look, have another Heineken. I go, I'm good on the Heinekens. And he'd be, hey. <laughs> and he kept sending Heineken. And he kept getting drunker and drunker. I'm like, how is this fucking guy getting so drunk? And he kept getting, like, Mai Tais. He kept having a whole table of umbrellas. Well, my buddy Sean, the manager, was sending him drinks. Saying they're from me. So then he would send me a Heineken. So this, this guy got shit-faced. And I had a whole table full of Heinekens. And we hooked up and we still talked to each other sometimes. But no. But so, so, so Sean, I go... You motherfucker, I'm going to get you. So on Sean's night off, I knew he had a night off coming up, and he lived off Melrose by me. So I said, Sean, come by, man, let's hang out. I had a drum machine. We'd play around. He'd bring his guitar. I said, hey, man, I'll make you some good old Southern sweet tea. And I made him a triple dose of Smooth Move. And all he kept saying was, for like two weeks, he's like, man, this blonde's coming in from Florida, this flight attendant. You know, my cousin's hooking me up. She's coming out on my night off. I'm going to take her out for drinks. He had a little studio apartment off Melrose. You remember those? little bachelor things with the Murphy bed. Yeah, yeah. So like he had one of those, the bungalows they were made for like the studios or something. The bungalow. Yeah, yeah, so the, the Murphy bed would come out. And so I went to work that night, I knew Sean was off, I told everybody. I was like, guys, Sean came over about one o'clock this afternoon, I gave him a triple dose of Smooth Move. As you know, one dose will fuck you up. 
Well, yeah. Take, you take it before it, you go to bed. It makes you shit. Yeah. You take it before you go to bed. You wake up. <laughs> it's like Dumb and Dumber where it's, shit, you know, it's like a lion in yes. your stomach. It is like in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Where you go like running. T-Rex is about Ooh. to come out. So I gave him a triple dose. He didn't know it. And I kept laughing as we're playing. He's like, what's up? I'm like, man, I'm just fucking, you know, just thought of a joke. And I'd have to think of some dumbass joke. So I went to work. I told everybody. I go, it's about eight hours. So uh, should be having that lion in his stomach about now. And sure enough, he called about 10 o'clock. What the fuck did you do? He goes, man, you fucked up my date. She, she's never going to see me again. What did he have to do? Where'd he go? So he like shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell that story in my book where he goes out to get like a six pack. He goes, I didn't even want to buy dinner. I didn't have any money. So we went out and had a couple of drinks, brought a six pack back. And he said, as soon as they sat down, he put on some music. The beds, you know, he folds down the bed. They sit on the bed. <laughs> he starts wiggling. He says, cold sweat on his head. He's like, excuse me. He goes to the bathroom, which is three feet away from her. Oh. And it's like, just oh. like atomic bombs going off. And he's like, I'm sorry. Turn up the music. Turn up the music. That's my favorite chant. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Is that all, Jovi? <laughs> Living on a prayer. Turn that shit up. So he said he comes out. He's trying to crank up the windows, which haven't been open since 1942. They've been painted. He's cranking them to try to get them to open. He said he sits down for about six and a half minutes. And again, Man, anyway, those, those things. She ran out the door. You can only be, imagine just how embarrassing it is that step you got to go to the bathroom. That's Macho Man. Oh yeah, step, step into a Slim Jim. He did do the Slim Jim yeah, yeah, commercial. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Is it step into it? Slap into it? Step into the Slim Jim. I don't really remember. I just remember he did it and he got him at the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Step into a Slim Jim. You can only imagine what it's like to be a trying uh, being out with a girl. You're trying to impress her, and all of a sudden your stomach says. You know what? Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> Stevie Dates D's over. in the house. <laughs> you know I used to clown with my friends back in the short house days too when we were down Keep on your hands Jersey over your shore. drinks with me like this. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that was a thing for a while when girls were afraid that they were going to get the, the slip the, uh, the roofies. Yeah. And they put their uh, a napkin over the top of the drink. I remember that. You said you got some smooth move here and you got a gig tonight? I'll be right back, Mike. You look. And then I got the questions about the coronavirus bullshit. Yeah, man. A lot of shows are being canceled, Bert. Thanks for asking that question. Sadly, uh, of course, if the NBA audiences are being canceled and big events are being canceled and the rock concerts here in California like Coachella are being canceled, you can only imagine just how fast they're canceling comedy shows that might seat a couple hundred people. Not us, baby. Not all our comedy shows are canceled. I have one tonight at the Laugh Factory down in Long Beach. And tomorrow night, Stevie D and I are going to be doing the Ha Ha Comedy Club tomorrow night at 8.30. Mob Movie Con postponed. All right, so there you go. Now, one of the biggest events of the year that I was going to be entertaining at, which is Mob Movie Con. Ooh, that just on, happened? On April Jeez. 19th, has been postponed. Postponing is a nice way to say... Mm. See you next hey. year. What are you gonna do? We ain't doing it. Yeah, it's funny. People but are that freaking got canceled. out, dude. But this morning, as soon as I heard Tom Hanks had it, you know, my yeah. twisted mind. So I did this little thing, <laughs> which I'm going to hell for, for sure. It's a Corona bottle chasing Forrest Gump. <laughs> run, Forrest, run! That's so wrong. You're welcome to that. StevieDRocks.com, you can have it. I have or Instagram, wherever it is. I'm, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I had cancer. I can joke about that shit. 
How long did you actually have cancer for? Like, how long was the period of... I had cancer of... for a couple of years, Mike. Right. So and how often... first I went in. No, first I went in. I said, something's going on. And so the doctor just did the, you know, the thing. Prostate exam. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I started calling him afterwards. I'd send him bottles of champagne. He wouldn't return my phone calls. But he said, no, you don't have an enlarged prostate. I didn't know anything about this PSA. PSA is your blood. You got to right. do blood work, right? Right. <clears throat> so uh, he didn't do that because of my, I was so young, never smoked. Ate healthy, um, you know, workout, never had prostate cancer in my family. So they just kind of brushed it off. And then two years later, I'm with a different insurance company. And just for a routine physical, they go, hey, man, you got to go do some blood work, <clears throat> which I did. And they came back. My PSA levels were like through the roof. And I go, I went in for my prostate two years ago and asked them to check, but they didn't do the blood work. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's cancer. So they let me walk around with cancer. And the symptoms kept getting worse and worse and worse. And What are the symptoms? Peeing about 29 times a night. You start peeing a lot, start feeling like discomfort, you know, like like an, a dull ache down there. And I hadn't been to Tijuana lately, so I knew something was going on. Right. But no, you um, you go to the bathroom a lot. That's the main thing. Mike's like, how many times a lot? <laughs> Mike's like, <laughs> you see how I'm upset. Wait a minute now. Why are you sweating, Mike? I, I, I peed like three times today. Is that, is that a lot? No, that's good. That's normal. No, yeah. That's normal. No, I don't feel it's normal. And, I, and I, when I have to pee, I, it, it like comes out of nowhere. I can be talking to somebody. Like, oh, oh, shit, I got to go. I got to go. Dude, I was on Sepulveda. We were texting this morning, like 6 o'clock. It was still dark. And I look, there's a guy on the side of the road. Just I'm like, bro, you couldn't pick a tree or something? Yeah. Good morning. Free Willy. Hey, I was coming home from Arizona, and there was traffic. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So I pulled over, and I had everybody saw me peeing. <laughs> and I put it up on Instagram. Is that New Jersey's bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> He's peeing. Wonder where I got those pants. Hey, look at his sausage. <laughs> well, we're really happy that you beat the whole thing, and now you clean. And I tried to get good. out of comedy. I was laying low. I was being a good guy, doing writing my little I mean, books. did you really want to be out Producing. of comedy completely? Um, I didn't know. But once you drift away a little bit, like I was pitching shows, you know, try to try to hustle on the production side, wrote a book, and then I started doing, you know, like a book tour. So I was still doing like doing jokes on stage. It wasn't just in, wasn't considered a stand-up act. And then you would always harass me and go, hey, I'm in town, come see me at the library. Yeah. And I hadn't stepped in a comedy club at all. Like I could never go and just sit back because then you want to be on stage. Yes. So what happened after I went and saw you? You got addicted. I called you the next day and go, you motherfucker. Yeah, I want to be in it. Yeah. So we started yeah. doing stand-up again. Me. Yeah. Look so, at this one guy writing in. Enlarged prostate. And another guy writes in, hey, Stevie, hi, Mike. What's up, oh, that's Stina. Stina Leakey. She comes to every show. Oh, yeah? I don't What's know if you're coming tomorrow night. Tomorrow, Stina. It's going down. Uh, but uh, we can go for some cannolis. She brings me a cannoli every, oh, every yeah, show. Oh, yeah, I know who she is. Bring us some cannolis, and uh, Stevie will take you for a ride in his hot rod. This one did gay porn. <laughs> that's when I was starving, I did gay porn. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. See, most people read an excerpt from the book. He shows a picture of him holding this is his Drew's crotch. Copy. Why are those pages stuck together, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to page 72? <laughs> it's glued. Remember the old uh, marquee at the Laugh Factory? Yeah, look so at now that. Now it's fancy. Look at that. That was like they have to go out and change now the it's letters. it's electronic. Yeah. Excellent. Who's on that? John Lovitz, Freddie Soto, Thea Vidal, Tony Rock. I haven't seen Thea Vidal in a long time. Freddie Soto I. passed away. Yeah, and I think they have a documentary that's coming out on his, on his career. 
And uh, Oh, I'm really happy that I just turned to this page because I did want to talk about this beautiful lady right here. Mm -hmm. How lucky you got. What, that's Dane Cook and Joe Coy? Yeah. Holy smokes. Long time ago. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. You knew Bradley Cooper? Well, I interviewed him. Tell me something, girl. Oh, I could have been. I'm fucking shallow. Where's my Oscar, bro? <laughs> that should have been the... Huh? Hold the book up. Um... Can you see it? Trans Am. Where can we get this book, Stevie D? You can get that book on Amazon, Mike. I'm glad you asked. Uh, yeah, just go on Amazon.com or if you got a Kindle. Send me your Kindle, I sign it, and you'll never get it back. Folks, I don't know what a Kindle is, but if you would like to purchase Stevie D's book, you can go on Amazon and get it. How much is it? Shit, I don't know. What do I get from that? Like a buck? I don't give a shit. <laughs> no. This will no, save your I think life. It's like, I don't know. Because not only What's is a book it cost? very, very endearing, it's true to life and it is funny as hell. Thank you, Mike. And you get to see all about his family from Kentucky. So when you go to watch him do stand up after you read this book, you'll be like, oh my God, he wasn't kidding. His sister really did kick the <laughs> shit out of him. And he does flip his hair like a girl. What? With his mom. <laughs> like, like his mom. Like Bon Jovi. Yeah. Ah. Like all the 80s hair bands. I don't think Bon Jovi flips his hair anymore, quite honestly. <laughs> but these guys got hair transplants. I don't have that kind of cash, otherwise I'd have a nice... Matthew McConaughey's nice hair, hair is better now than it was 15 years ago. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. See what happens when you make money? Big money. Big money can buy a nice hair. So, can we say that uh, Kindle for four ninety nine? Is it four ninety nine? dollars And was. the paperback is fifteen seventeen. All right. I guess you might as well go get a Kindle. Get a Kindle. I don't know what that is, but... It's an electronic device, Mike. Where'd you get this Trans Am that you have in your garage that we With all wish current? we had? Well, this is my last one. This was a 79. This is when I met my beautiful wife, Katie, 20 years ago at the comedy store. I was driving a silver, and I said, uh, you ever been in a Kentucky Porsche, baby? I want you to be the queen of my double wide. <laughs> so I took her down the Sunset Strip. The first ride, I used to park behind Pink Dot. Remember Pink Dot? Yes, Pink Dot. Is it like gone? a donut in the parking the lot? Pink, Pink Dot go out of business? I don't know, but I used to park there next to the comedy store. The Pink Dot is on Sunset Strip, and I would pull up that the, the drive that goes up above Sunset. There's a light. Then I'd flip a U-turn and come down. I peeled out. The T-tops were off. I thought it was cool. I was kicked back. Had some Night Ranger in the A-track, and I pulled next to this cop standing on the corner, and he just looks at me and shakes his head like, fucking guy. <laughs> like, what's wrong with this guy? She's like, why is he looking at you? And I was like, I don't know. I looked, I didn't have my lights on. So I'm like, shit, I was about to do a U-turn. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going over here. And I came out by the ha-ha or somewhere. I don't know where the fuck I came out. <laughs> As you go through the hills, I'm like, I don't know yeah, where. I didn't I have waves at the time. I'd still get lost if I didn't have waves. But um, but yeah, <laughs> so now, now I've got a 78. And my license plate actually say Kentucky Porsche. It's a 78 beautiful blue, midnight blue. Nice. Maybe one of these days we're going to do a nice little video. Two of us riding around in the Trans Am, just showing us, going around town, showing up at the Ha Ha Comedy Club like we're going to do tomorrow night. So, folks, listen, I know there's everybody scared out there because of the virus, and yeah, it is kind of scary, and maybe most people should stay home. But we're doing a show tomorrow night no matter what. So March 13th, Friday night, Friday the 13th. 13th, baby. What? We're out of all fucking minds that we're going to be doing this shit. No, it's but, uh, fun. I don't care if there's 15 people in the audience, 150 We're doing audience. the show no this matter what. Fucking show. He gives away free stuff. Free it usually shit. belongs to me. He finds it and he throws it and gives it to the I'll audience. sign one of these. may decrease the value, but I'll sign one for you. 
He gave one to Stina because she's saying right now she has your book. Oh, yeah, right on. So we've got a fan writing to the show right now, and her name is Stina Leakey, and she comes to all the shows, especially at the Ha Ha, drives from Palm Springs. Stina wants a ride in it. Does she come with her sister? She comes sister? with her sister, Oh, yeah, it's my girls. And they come they all the way. They always take their tops off? Yeah. <laughs> Stina, <laughs> keep your top off. Please, tomorrow night. That's a guy named Jack who takes his top off. <laughs> he owns the place. We're all taking our top off tomorrow night. <laughs> He's going to take the top off his car. That's the about it. The T-tops would be off. Yeah, the T-tops. But uh, So we're doing a show tomorrow night, Friday the 13th, at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Folks, if you're in the North Hollywood area, Studio City, Sherman Oaks, Ventura Uba. Boulevard. Can you take Uber with the Corona going on? You can take on? an Uber. Uber, that's You can take a lift. A lift. <laughs> and you come down and see the show. Now, you got two really cool kids. I Thank see you. you put your kids on the internet, and you post that one boy's playing baseball. Uh, you, your son is playing ball all the time. He yeah. looks dynamite. He's a real chip off the old block. Looks just like you. So does your daughter. Thank you. And your daughter's got a little height to her. Beautiful wife. His right? wife is so tall and so gorgeous. You would think he had money. <laughs> I don't know what he had. Couldn't have been As the I car. As I told my mother-in-law in my wedding speech uh, 15 years ago, I have earning potential. <laughs> earning potential. She's like. We paid for private schools for this. And her dad was a judge. I pull up in the Trans Am with a three-pack. It was a six-pack when I started. <laughs> By the time I got to the house. <laughs> Your father-in-law was a judge? He was, Holy yeah, he shit. Away, How the hell did you yeah, get yeah. into that family? Woo! <laughs> He's like, oh, you're marrying my daughter. He's like, well, you're going to wake up with a couple kilos in the yeah. trunk. We won't see you Where again. Where is she from? Your she's wife. from the Valley. She's the California yeah, girl? Yeah, she's the Valley girl. That's wild. And she yeah. was a model, right? No, nah, she just looks like a model. She certainly does. Yeah, she she's, she's a mama. Super mama. Supermodel mama. Yes, and if you want to get in shape part-time while he's not doing stand-up comedy, he teaches you how to go to the gym. I think it just hurt my shoulder. <laughs> Look, you rock Good champs. Mom. Oh, it's Candace Michelle. Hey, Candace Michelle. She just ran the marathon. No shit. Right on, champ. Yeah, they're still jacked up. And then goes my cousin, Gabriel Barado, and he goes, when are you going to play my rap song? Tomorrow. I said, Fan Friday, Gabriel, tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching the show right now and you're having a good time, we do a thing called Fan Friday. And on Fan right. Friday, if somebody took a picture with me or something funny about me and them, we put it up on the internet, says, hello, Fan Friday, and tomorrow's going to be my cousin Gabriel, and he did a rap song about my career. Oh, yeah? Comedian. That's yeah, it. It's really cool. Well, we don't have tomorrow it right now, okay. but we're going to put it on the internet tomorrow. Uh, we're supposed to be doing Throwback Thursday right now, but this Throwback Thursday is Throwback to Stevie D because he is a throwback. He's still going like this. People are like, well, mullets are coming back. I'm like, did they go somewhere? Right, and Candace Michelle. The Filipino guy. Don't stop breathing. Somebody with rice. What's up, Candace right Michelle? WWE <coughs> champ, Candace Michelle. Candace Michelle homie. is a uh, awesome. a real. Uh, Talking about kick your ass. WWW um, something something <clears throat> champ. Yeah. Is Dina Renan? She's actually in Ottawa, Canada. Incredible model and an actress. So we'll do a nice quick shout out. Is that Petrelli, our Where, friend? JP? Where? No, it's not. It's another Petrelli. Well, hey, Mike Petrelli, hey, how you doing? We were thinking you were John Petrelli, who was a comedian. Now he's a hunter. 
And he's on the road with Sebastian. He trains Sebastian, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. He's, like, he's his bodybuilder. He goes to this venue, makes everything is okay, everything's all right. Well, well there's one thing I know. John Petroli is not the head of security. Well, he, he's the sweetest, yeah, nicest yeah. guy. Really cute. Do you mind if we go in? Sure. <laughs> but he's like a black belt. He is he up. really? Yeah, but he's too nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know yeah, that. Did. Oh, yeah, I yeah. used to train with him, too, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, jiu-jitsu, yeah. Yeah, isn't that something? He always had, he always told me, you know, always have nutrition bars in your glove compartment, Mike, yeah. because... Uh, Could be a you coronavirus might, someday. You might, you might need it. <laughs> you know, always eat the fruits and vegetables, then eat the meat. Make healthy by that choices. Time, it's the way he told yeah, yeah. Could be, By that time, you'll be full, and you won't want the steak. And I'm like, John, that ain't happening. Yeah. I'm eating the pizza. Drink a bottle of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if there's room left cool over, I'll have the uh, protein bar. I remember when his mother used to send meatballs and macaroni in plastic bags, frozen. Hey, you guys hungry? <laughs> Sends enough for 900 people? The, the, no, yeah. Yeah, Sebastian posted a video. She sent him some. He's like backstage, and he has like 200 pounds of sausage. 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 At Chicago. But uh, John's accent was from Radchester. Radchester? I can't Is even that do that Utica? justice. Yes. Because one time I had a Utica, Kentucky t-shirt on. He goes, Utica. Hey, where'd you get a Utica shirt? I'm like, yeah. Kentucky. Where the hell do you think I got it? Oh, look at this guy. I went to vote, but I didn't see your name on the ballot. Oh. Oh, it's a, you got a, it's a secret secret voting. <laughs> it's a write-in. You got to know somebody. Yeah, it's <laughs> Write to San Quentin. It's a write-in. They got don't pads. Worry, don't worry about nothing. Tomorrow you got to fill out the census, so <laughs> fill that out. And uh, there's Anita Morales. There's Dina. Look at all these great people writing What's into up, the show. Barbara Toro, Richard Hoynes, Wanda, everybody. Can we, can we stream the show live tomorrow night? We could stream the show live. Oh, you know, we can mute you. The performance. You don't, your, you don't want to give your material away. Yeah, tomorrow I don't give a tomorrow, shit. I don't know I'm just going to be doing the hair flip for 15 minutes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> See, I used to do the hair flip. He got it from me. <laughs> I stole it from Ryan. But in the 80s, something happened, and I couldn't do the flip no more. It had something to do with the neck. Do you ever post the short house videos of you dancing with the, with the mullet? Uh, well, I didn't Dude, have a mullet. You had kind of no, like a no, feather. No, no, I had a DA. What's a DA? Duck's ass. A duck's ass. You don't know. You don't know DA. Mm -hmm. oh, how come I know mullet? I'm not from Kentucky. Well, I don't know what DA is. They had mullets in New Jersey. We got we got like a. Kentucky I was born area. with a mullet. I didn't get a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> a blow um, I got a blow dryer when I was one year old. My birthday party. I think in the '80s, all the Jersey kids had the DA, which means you pushed your hair in the back to the center. And it looked like the ass of a duck. I thought that was a 50s thing. Would go like this. It's not a, well, 50, it would always, it's never going to stop. I'm still like trying this? to do it. <laughs> so you just, <laughs> you come the gel it or something? How do you get it to go like that? Yeah, you spray the fuck out of it. Yeah. Some yeah. vinyl net? Aquanet. Yeah. Is Aquanet. it vinyl net or Aquanet? <laughs> oh, Aqua, I think, was the, uh, the plastic and vinyl was the can, right? I don't know. You got me on that one, man. There's a hole in the ozone layer directly over my house when I was a kid. My mom with the bouffant hair. I remember the 80s down on the Jersey Shore. Girls would take their hair and flip it over their head, spray, spray the that fuck out of it, bang it <laughs> up like crazy. that. And it was up at least a foot. Did they have the awning? The bangs went like this, oh, the awning? It was so you sexy. You could stand under and not get wet. Or That's right. <laughs> you never knew what, what, color, what color are your eyes. <laughs> your eyes. You can't see them. They're under the umbrella hair. <laughs> you know what? One of these days, pretty soon, we're going to be posting a lot of Shorehouse videos of the life and times with me and my friends down on the Jersey Shore. Wait till you see this, folks. It's going to be a big, big surprise. going to shock the world. And the one video that you're talking about, me, my brothers, and my friends dancing, so that great. was 1987 mm -hmm. at one of the hottest dance clubs on the Jersey Shore. It no longer exists down there, but um, 
it's a great memory and it's a lot of fun when we didn't have a cell phone, you didn't have Instagram, you didn't have Facebook, you didn't have checking in, you just went out. And when you asked Stay the girl up. for a phone number, she wrote it down on a piece of paper and you had a hope yeah. that when you made that phone call, she didn't lie. <laughs> and she remembered you. Yeah. And you remembered who the Which hell- Which one are you? Was this, yeah. We had, we had kind of parallel lives, Mike, because I was in Panama City Beach. But it's right. Redneck Riviera. And I DJed at a big club down there called Spinnaker, and I hosted all the spring break stuff, all the bikini contests. Mm -hmm. So I was doing the same thing, you know, down in uh, the Redneck Riviera as you were doing at the Shore House. I was doing your same moves. I'm sure you have better spring than moves. Love, I've watched you. Yeah, spring love. <laughs> That's jam. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love those songs. Silent man. morning. Yeah, and, oh <laughs> shit, you're gonna make me cry. Yeah. Silent morning. You could be in the in the documentary. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> you see that? You don't have to Just be from New Jersey to understand the good old days. He's from Kentucky. He gets the whole thing. I get it, bro. Well, listen, we got to get going. Let's go ahead and plug our show one more time. Stevie D, oh, Mike Marino, night. and his so-called friends. <clears throat> Tomorrow night. March 13th, Friday the 13th, uh, coronavirus or no coronavirus, we are doing the show. We got Frazier Smith. Right, let's, let's say who's in the show. Right. Frazier Smith is coming down. Frazier Smith, KLOS. Who's on KLOS. He's a great radio personality, great guy, very, very funny. He's on the show. Mm -hmm. I'm on the show. Of course, my friend Stevie Digg. Antoinette. Antoinette Perrigine. Perrigine. Making a big comeback. Bruce Fine, who's Bruce Fine, who's been doing stand-up for years and yeah, years yeah. and years. Funny dude. And uh, Mario. But Mario couldn't make it. Well, Mario can't make it because he's in New York and he's afraid to get on a plane because of the virus. Mm-hmm. We ain't afraid. And maybe Look a at possible, possible special guest. Boom. There might be a surprise guest. We might even be surprised. Right now, I'm watching a, a friend of mine right into the show, Richard Giraffo. Rich, if you're watching right now, you probably just heard that I said... We're talking about the Jersey Shore in the 80s. That's Rookie Rich. Rookie and Rich? I'm going to get you, pal. <laughs> I videotape you. Ah. Remember, I know what went on in the base. Oh, my wife is watching. Right? Cool. So Petrelli is JPZ. We call him JPZ. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Petrelli. Hey, Katie. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, JPZ. There's my friend Someone Laura in New Aquanet. Jersey. Aquanet, the Aquanet's big hair the can. Jam. That's right. And there's Gary Pestori. So he's watching the show tonight, too, which is really, really great because these people are all on the East Coast. However, Rich Giraffo, who is one of the original Shorehouse crew, I'm going to get you, Rich. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Rookie Rich is in Northern California. There are a lot of Canadians writing into the show right now, but we do got to get going. Folks, all you got to do to continue watching my show live from my mother's basement and around the world, stay here. Live on Instagram, right here. Oh, I'm sorry, here on Facebook. You can watch it whenever I tape it. On Instagram, whenever I tape it. It's also going to be on uh, so iTunes, Google. I try to be organized. Spotify. I have a producer, Tatiana Blueshell, who's Tatiana really responsible of all of this. She sits over there. She makes sure everything. Look, she's getting all these thumbs up. So quick. Look, they're coming in the lightning speed. She should come on the show. She'll come on the show, and I'll leave the show. She'll take over. She speaks like 10 languages. We're on Italian-American radio, DDV radio, iTunes, Google, Spotify. You can watch us. You can listen to us. You can have some fun with us. But more importantly, you can come and watch us live when we're on stage somewhere around the world. And to figure out when that's going to happen, go to MikeMarino.net 
and ask on the website, where am I going to be? And when am I coming into your neighborhood? And right now, since a lot of shows are coming and going and being canceled, you might want to keep on looking at that. And of course, you can find out what my shows are on this. I also sell swag. Now, you sell some sure. stuff too, right? We got some we got some swag, yeah. We got the wife beaters from Rockstars of Comedy. <laughs> he sells Stevie D we hats. Got mullet wigs. No, we don't. He, he sells his book, which is oh, a yeah, great read. Yeah. And you could also buy what he called a wife beater. Ride in the Trans Ams. <laughs> Since that's your two hundred dollars. So. <laughs> it's five dollars. You get to go around the corner. Two hundred dollars ago. If you come back, you go around again for two dollars. <laughs> Bring your own eight tracks. Yeah. I'm oh, at Stevie D Rocks on Instagram and um, yes, show us, so give us your uh, so, so Stevie D Rocks on Instagram and uh, StevieDRocks.com. I think, I think that's it. That's right, All right. And if you want to pick up some Mike Marino swag, don't forget. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I would say you're going to be able to get these beautiful hoodies that say Mike Marino on the back. It also says Make America Italian again on the back. Comes with the matching panties. I can't wait to try those. Stevie has a couple of pairs of these panties. I had to give him two to first pair it and fit. It was a little tight around the crotch. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so right now they say, get the bat on the Tucky back. Stallion. Right there. <laughs> yeah. It says, get the bat on the ass. If you stretch it, it says, what, it's something stallion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it comes in shirts and all kinds of great shit just like this. So go to MikeMarino.net. We got to get ready going. Uh, we got to get ready to get go going because we got to go down tomorrow night. Yeah, he's got to tune up the blow dryer. <laughs> Remember, folks, let's make America Italian again. You don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, you don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing? Come on, everybody who's watching the show, say it with me. He's going to say it with me too. What do I say? Make it America Italian again? No. What? What do you say? That means you don't watch my show, man. What? What do you say? You don't fucking watch my show. <laughs> Come on. Fucking answer. Go to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I go to bed at 9 o'clock, too, with Johnny Sanchez. I do all your jokes. How about that? <laughs> Don't take no shit from nobody. That's Ready? It. Ready? Don't, Don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody. All right, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.